but I can't drive now. A couple of times I sit up and consider reading on, but I am dreading it. I want to read the book at home, in peace and quiet, cover to cover. It is a warm, sunny August day, but my hands are as cold as ice. I call my husband. You have to come and get me. I've found a book about my mother and my family. Why did my mother never tell me? Do I mean that little to her? Still? Who is this Armand Gert? What exactly did he do? Why do I know nothing about him? What was the story of Schindler's List again? And what about the people I've heard referred to as Schindler's Jews? It has been a long time since I've seen the film. I remember that it came out in the middle of the 1990s while I was studying in Israel. Everybody was talking about Steven Spielberg's Holocaust movie. I didn't watch it until later, on Israeli TV, alone in my room in my shared flat, in Rehof Engel, Engel Street, in Tel Aviv. I recall that I was touched by the film, but that I thought the end was a bit kitschy, too Hollywood. Schindler's List was just a film to me. It didn't have anything to do with me personally. Why has nobody told me the truth? Has everybody been lying to me for all these years? Chapter One Me, Granddaughter of a Mass Murderer In Germany, the Holocaust is family history. Raoul Hilberg I was born on June the 29th, 1970 the daughter of Monica Gert and a Nigerian father. When I was four weeks old, my mother took me to a Catholic orphanage and put me in the care of the nuns. At three, I was taken in by a foster family, who then adopted me when I was seven. My skin is black, while that of my adoptive parents and two brothers is white. Everybody could see that I was not their biological child, but my adoptive parents always reassured me that they loved me just as much as their own children. They took me and my brothers to playgroups and jimboree classes. As a child, I still saw my biological mother and grandmother, but we lost contact as I grew older. I was twenty-one when I last saw my mother. Then, at age thirty-eight, I found the book. Why on earth did I pick it up off the shelf, one among hundreds of thousands of books? Is there such a thing as fate? The day had begun just as usual. My husband had gone to work. I had taken my sons to preschool and then gone into town to visit the library. I go there often. I like the concentrated silence, the quiet footsteps, the rustling noise of turning pages, the reading visitors hunched over their books. I was looking for something about depression in the psychology department. There, at hip level, between Erich Fromm's The Art of Loving and a book with the vague title The Power Lies in the Crisis, was the book with the red cover. I had never heard of the author Matthias Kessler, but the title sounded interesting. I have to love my father, don't I? So I took the book from the shelf. When my husband Gertz 
comes to pick me up. He finds me lying on the bench in front of the library. He sits down beside me, examines the book, and starts leafing through its pages. I snatch it back from him. I don't want him to read it first, because I've realized that the book is meant for me, the key to my family history, to my life. The key I've been looking for all these years. For my whole life, I had felt that there was something wrong with me. Behind my sadness, my depression. But I could never quite put my finger on what was so fundamentally wrong. Gertz takes my hand, and we walk over to his car. I hardly say a word on the way home. He takes the rest of the day off and looks after our two sons. I collapse onto our bed and read and read to the very last page. It is dark when I close the book.